It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, used to be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control there's a fucking taser, taser, taser. <laughs> Boy. And we're back with another episode of Buns and Ties. We're here with you guys to give everything you want to hear and more. Yeah. So, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time that you were a cop? You know, you had all that extensive training at uh, de-escalation and <sighs> what do they call it? Uh, IPC. Yeah. Interpersonal yeah. communication. Mm-hmm. And you pull the black guy over, you know, and I'm just, I might be just talking shit because I'm not sure how much of this is fact yet, but the preliminary reports suggest that they pulled this cat over for having a, one of those little dangly smoked things on his fucking rearview mirror. Uh, and then they pull him out of a car and they put him in handcuffs. Now here's where he fucked up. So I don't know if this, if this story is true. I'm just saying what the speculation is. Cause then he thought it'd be a good idea to try to get back in the car when he's got at least two cops on him, I want to say there was two on his side and one on the passenger side. Maybe uh-huh. it was just two. Anyway, it's speculation at this point. He tries to get back in the car. Uh-huh. It's not a good idea, bro. You're you're shooting with a you're shooting pool with a rope at this point. Like. Well, okay, keep going. And then the the female cop that comes up to assist the uh, original arresting officer pulls out a Glock and says, "Taser, taser, taser," and then kills him. So. Just put yourself in the mindset of a police officer, okay? I assume they go through training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they probably they probably say something along the lines of, like, the belt placement of your of your tools, mm-hmm. which we would call weapons, but whatever. Yeah. Maybe you'd have it situated uh, on the side of dominant hand, non-dominant hand. You'd definitely have it probably situated in a way that's, like, less lethal to more lethal. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And you would train with these things probably on a yearly basis. You would hope so. For recertification. Yeah, yeah. For legal reasons. Mm-hmm. You know exactly where your gun is versus your taser, your OC spray, your ASP, mm-hmm. your fucking double-ended dildo that you fuck your partner with in the cop car while you're eating donuts, you pig fuck. Last I heard that niggas was having sex with the same sex. And uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like the laziest defense of murdering a, a random black dude that I've heard this year. Even if it's supposed to be, I ain't touching the head. This year. Yeah, yeah. I had to say that. Was this the one apparently there was a warrant out for him or something like that? I don't know. There like was I one said, there was like I said, it's we're we're back to the I mean, don't get me wrong. I Bones and tubs are always against, you know, uh the cops just extrajudiciously shooting people. Like that We've one, always been that way. Like that one dude that they killed for selling cigarettes, which is basically just tax enforcement. Yeah. You murdered someone for enforcing, like, uh, not paying their taxes. But understand that the media only pulls it out when they need it. Yeah. Trust me, cops are killing people all the time, and they only they only pull it out when they when they need they need smoke screens and fucking distraction. For sure. That's not to say, like, a, it, it sounds like I, I belittle these things, but it's just it just so happens it's the media that are the ones that bring it up again. I mean, uh, we literally could I come on it. every week, and I could probably give you a short list of people who were killed by cops that week. Right. It's like, because it seems to happen the same time of year, right? Well, the occult season of sacrifice. Yeah. 322 to what, 5-4, five, 5-5, five, five, something like that. Mm-hmm. I forget when Vals Purgis not is. That's when it ends, right? Yeah. Whatever. Look into the occult, it happens every year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be a cop basher all the time, but at the same time, like, I do, kind of, because, like, you don't even have the common sense to think, like, look at how bad the media is going to bash everything you do. Look at society. Like, for instance, Foot Locker giving $200 million to Black Lives Matter, which is, I assume, hush money, please stop burning our stores down. And then the very first thing that happens after this is they went and fucking looted and burned down a Foot Locker. Like, y'all are both stupid. But what I'm saying is, cops, could we at least make sure where we know the taser is? Yeah. Because if she had just shocked the shit out of that bitch and they beat the fuck out of him, nothing probably would have been... They probably wouldn't even heard this. Yeah, you, you want to know... No polish. You want to know what I think. 
I do. So I think I've said this before, too. I think coming to the table and trying to figure out how to solve these issues, right? The first thing, first and foremost, the first thing that needs to be done is we need to really step back and take a look at how much training our police forces are getting. Yeah. At least it like from from the beginning and how much vetting is being done to determine if you're qualified to be, in fact, a police officer. Right. Correct. Yeah. I mean, in other countries, they don't they their their police programs are far more vigorous than they are in the United States. For sure. Especially for vetting people to make sure that they're fucking they're psychically sound. Right. Yeah. You know, I've never been one to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But here lies the ultimate conundrum. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that whether it be you're a police officer now or whether you're a member of the Gestapo, if you if something if you think something's fundamentally wrong and you're part of a system that does wrong things, then ultimately, whether or not you actually participate in these wrong things, you're still wrong because you're part of the organization that does wrong things. Yeah. Right? I totally agree. Am, am I right on that? Yeah. Can I get an amen? Uh, did you see the, the Canadian cops also have no chill? Really? There's a video I saw first on TikTok of a Polish priest, and he was like calling them Nazis. Like, they had stormed a church on Good Friday to usher everyone out of the church. For what reason? Like, bullies. They didn't have a warrant. They didn't have any reason to be there for COVID. That's it. Yeah. So, they're trying to run them out. And all these people are like, fuck you. You know, they didn't say that, but yeah. the, the Christian version of fuck you. Yeah. And uh, they're screaming at him. These cops are just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to choose to leave. And then they came back the next day or next couple of days, like, several hundred strong and shut that fucking church down. What a bunch down. of pussies. And this Polish priest gets on there and he's like doing selfie video calling them nazis like talking about history and like he's screaming at him like you go nazis you're all nazis this is nazi germany and they're just like we'll be back polish bump like that's like and that's the thing like good friday what was the what was the analogy before the nazis because you feel like you know what i mean like because there was things before then too yeah, before the Nazis, there had to be something like you're acting like this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't know what it was. the Huns. But understand, like I, you you want to hope that like, and you know what that Polish in the grand scheme of things, what that Polish priest was trying to do to them, he was to he was trying to beseech the good nature, which inherently every human being possess. It like every be, every human being has the capability to be good, right? Yeah, and do the right thing. Yeah, and he was beseeching them like he tells them this is the way you're acting it's a pretty stark contrast although Which the word nazi be, is overused although i'm not sure how overused it is in canada but yeah but you're storming into a church full of people who willfully are there to shut it down on what they some christians would call the holiest of christian holidays yeah for a a pandemic that for all intents and purposes, is already wound down. Right. And, like, the optics. Please. You know what I mean? Step back and look at what you're doing. You're you're, you're, you're going in, and then when you get strong-armed into leaving because you realize, oh, shit, you know, we're outnumbered, and these people don't want us here, you leave. But then you know what? You do the bitch move. You you go and you fucking round up your little punk ass posse, your little black clad posse, and you come back later with <laughs> your fucking dudes. Right. Fuck all that shit. I wish I was better at remembering things. Um, several countries, I believe ours is one of them. The U.S. of A. or not the U.S. of A. What are they? What I hear it called earlier. Um, the divided states of dystopia. There you go. But uh. A lot of these countries have gone to these riot lines, and this is before the uh, COINTELPRO and the fucking, um, what do they call it? Agent Provocateurs. Mm -hmm. Before the armies of Agent Provocateurs took over as the entirety of the protest. Yeah. You know, before you just had one or two in there that would throw a rock or a Molotov, you know, they slip in, slip out, cops beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. Now it's like the entirety of the protest, for the most part, is... And tell pro they're all there to fuck it up anyway back in the day when it was actually protesters they'd go up to these lines and they had those mirrors that were like foot to neck mm -hmm. and everybody's just holding mirrors letting the cops look at themselves and that's it was cool it was making them cry 
A lot of them quit yeah. and join the protest. Look at yourself. Look what you're doing. Look what you're doing right now. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Yeah. Uh, You've decided to defend this corrupt, tyrannical system. They're exactly what Mark Passio talks about. And they're exactly what the elites refer to them as. They're dogs. Now, yeah. If you go back to some of our older episodes with Mark Passio on the tagline, or just go watch some Mark Passio where he breaks down the... Uh, and they're not good boys. No, they're bad boys. Yeah. Uh, it breaks down the... What is it called? Is it numerology or gematria? One of those words. Again, I'm a weekend warrior, fellas. I don't... Mm-hmm. Fellas and ladies, I don't know. But he breaks down the symbol of FOP, of Fraternal Order Police. You got the Masonic handshake on top of the checkerboard floor, the all-seeing eye, uh, and you've got FOP. And you break that down with numerology, and it breaks down to 667. And the numbers in that, what is it? Thoughts, emotions, and actions. So your thoughts are that of a beast. Your emotions are that of a beast. (sighs) See, I fucked it up. And you're, yeah, 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 yeah. So your thoughts and emotions are that of a beast, and your ability to follow orders is a seven. You're literally a fucking human attack dog with weapons. You sign up for this. Well, it depends on that whole numerology thing, though, because that also applies to the uh, mind, body, soul, right? Right. <clears throat> so even then. They're not same thing, right? They're not mind of a beast, body of a beast, and soul of a fucking perfect order follower. Well, the soul inherently, the soul, like as far as I as far as I understand, with the numerology and the symbology behind it, inherently everybody's last number is always going to be a seven because the soul is perfect. Mm-hmm. Your soul is it, it's it's well, it's just to say that those things are that that you have a choice over thoughts and emotions or whatever you want to call it, mind and body. Mm-hmm. Your control of those things is beastly. Yeah. But at the same time, you're you're basically a human human dog. Yeah. Ordered to do the will of the state. You know, I would. I mean, most people the the ideology is to, to attain seven seven seven. That's human perfection. Yeah. It's the highest you can attain as a human being. Yeah. Can't go any further. Not in this life. No. Not with that kind of attitude. Well, eight and all that. Eight and nine are the isn't nine the always... It's the, divi- it's the divine number. Isn't nine the division, though? Because every number of nine multiplied into itself is added to make nine. Or, or is it eight? Eight is the symbol of God. Yeah. eight. Well, yeah, because you turn it sideways and it's infinity. Yeah. Shout out to Weekend Occultus. Yeah. You know? Sorry. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Occult Podcast. I thought there was one step further, but <clears throat> no. Because I, I, I was right on my first assumption. Eight is the divine number that we can't attain. Because we're hopelessly imperfect. And that's why I don't know if we've ever mentioned on the show before that with numerology, why uh, the Antichrist is represented by 666. Yeah. Because while we can at least be attain perfection in the soul, he is imperfect in every way. <sighs> Man. Let's get into it. <laughs> so this made me poop my pants a little bit. Uh, this is directly from... Whitehouse.gov, if you guys have heard of the White House, it's the it's the house that our dictator, our puppet potato, uh, you mean the exec- polyamorous, the executive mansion, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. surrounded by walls of steel and you know, armed guards. It's all about freedom here, fellas. This was uh, this story and ladies, this story comes on April 12th, 2021, mm. so that'd be yesterday, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and read it now. The COVID-19 pandemic has caused an unconventional recession, and we do not expect the recovery to be typical either. While the paramount policy goals are to control the virus, get to full employment, and make the necessary investments for a more resilient and inclusive recovery, economic uncertainties and risk demand careful attention going forward. One risk the administration is monitoring closely is inflation. Inflation, or the rate of change in prices over time, is not a simple phenomenon to measure or interpret. Inflation that is persistently too high can hurt the well-being of households, especially when it is not offset by a comparable increases in wages, leading to reduced buying power. <clears throat> but inflation that is persistently too low leaves monetary policy with less scope to support the economy and can be a sign the economy is below its capacity. 
thus with room to expand jobs further. Indeed, one piece of important context around the current inflation risks is that inflation was generally weaker than the Federal Reserve's target over the decade prior to the pandemic. As the, uh, as, the, as the economy recovered from the Great Recession, overall inflation, as defined by the Personal Consumption Expenditure, or PCE, deflator, then fell further during the pandemic, though there have been important differences between products and sectors. And here we have multiple graphs trying to explain to you why you're about to be poor. Pandemics of the magnitude of COVID-19 are thankfully rare, but that also means few historical parallels exist to inform policymakers. The United States experienced short bursts of inflation in some prior periods of pandemics and large-scale reallocations of economic resources, such as the 1918, which was the precursor to the Great Depression, driven by the Spanish flu and demobilization from World War I, as well as demobilization from World War II after 1945 and the resurgence in defense spending due to the Korean War. But history is not a perfect guide here. The 1957 pandemic, for example, which coincided with a nine-month recession, saw inflation weaken, with no large resurgence even when the pandemic was over and the economy was growing again. That said, in the next several months, we expect measured inflation to increase, primarily due to three different temporary factors. And keep in mind, temporary is a, is a buzzword that means always. Yeah. Because this isn't about a, a fucking virus. If you honestly want my opinion, remind me in a minute, I'll tell you. I don't think it's a virus. I do know it's an infectious thing, but we'll, we'll continue that in a minute. If you'd like. Yeah, sure. Uh, base effects, supply chain disruptions, and pent-up demand, especially for services. We expect these three factors will likely be transitory, that their impact should fade over time as the economy recovers from the pandemic. After that, the longer-term trajectory of inflation is in large part a function of inflationary expectations. Here, too, we see some increase, but from historically low to more normal levels, we explain the reasoning below. Basically, when they say temporary, here later in the article, they say, I think they give us a, a time range of five to six years is how long they think it's going to last. And if you don't mind, when you, when you get a chance, look up the price of lumber right now. That's been a big running meme here lately. That yeah, lumber, this, lumber is off the chain. This is their little P, this is their little PC or politically correct uh, PR release to explain why everything's about to shoot to the fucking roof. In the near term, we and other analysts expect to see base effects in annual inflation measures. Such effects occur when the base or initial month of a growth rate is unusually low or high. Between February and April of 2020. When the pandemic was taking hold in the economy, the level of average prices as measured by the core PCE deflator fell below 0.5% before beginning to rise again in May. Core PCE inflation leaves out volatile food and energy prices and thus provides a clearer sign of inflation. However, the same base effects are expected to occur in most price series. This unusually large price decrease early in the pandemic made April 2020 a low base. Twelve months later, due to the suddenness and scale of this earlier decline, we expect year-over-year -year inflation growth rates for the next few months. So let me read that again. We expect year-over-year -year inflation growth rates for the next few months. Hmm. For five to six years. Yeah. Is this tickling your butthole at all yet? Oh, it is. It is. Year-over-year? -year, yeah. Monthly? Shout-out fuel. Shout-out everything that uses fuel. Shout-out food. Shout-out lumber. Uh, while we do not yet have price data for March or April, if we assume monthly inflation going forward stays at a rate just under 0.2%, the equivalent of a 2% annual rate, in line with the Federal Reserve's price target inflation in April and May of 2021, measured as a percentage change in core PCE prices over the previous year, would reach 2.3% due to this base effect, which is only one factor. I, I added that. Not only is that rate higher than recent inflation growth rates, it would represent a sharp acceleration over current core price growth rates, such as 1.4% in February of this year. This broad pattern will be present across different price measures this spring, including Consumer Price Index, CPI, and Producer Price Index. The issue with base effects is not that they make inflation measures wrong. The 2.3% year-over-year uh, -year inflation calculation in our illustrative example, which looks like shit, <coughs> would still be correct. 
Rather, the base effects distort our understanding of how underlying near-term trend inflation is behaving right now, suggesting, for example, higher rates of inflation than most analysts expect uh, to persist over the next few months. As base effects months drifts, drift further into the past, this distortionary characteristic of price data should fade. What they're trying to tell you in very complicated terms is that everything you buy is about to be a lot more expensive and you're going to make the same amount of money or less. It's going to last indefinitely because temporary is just a bullshit word. Remember, uh, was it 15 days to flatten the curve? Uh That lasted for what? Still? Yeah. What are we in, 13 months now? Yeah. 15 days, temporary. Yeah. It's just the mask. The price of lumber has spiked 193% and about to spike even higher. Yeah. According to Fortune magazine. 193%. Yeah. That's just one thing. Yeah. And if you're talking about, we've already seen elevated fuel prices since that potato in chief got uh, selected, whatever, whatever the word is. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's only going to get worse. And anything that you buy is affected by that because it's transported. Yeah. I mean, I've told people before, but it might be too late now. But uh should probably invest in some silver. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, shit. What? Something spiked hard. What, Robin Hood? Yeah. Hope it's Doge. I'm going to sell that mall. I'm over $1,000 than I was two days ago. I'm $1,000 higher. Oh, shit. Mine fucking tripled. Doge has gone up to over... It's at about 11 cents right now. I'm about to sell this mug. I'm going to wait. Silver's up, too. Well, no, it's not. Still $23. Look at this shit. That's the growth of fucking Doge in a week. Yeah. It's up 70%. So these are all indicators. We're not economic advisors. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But I'm going to continue this article. Hopefully some of it resonates. Supply chain disruptions and misalignments. This is the second factor. A second potential source of inflation stems from increase of the cost of production. Now, keep in mind, none of these factors that they're going to mention to you is the fact that these goddamn printing presses have been running nonstop for the last couple of decades. And we're just printing money out of nowhere. I'm surprised we haven't ran out of paper yet or, or trees. Second, anyway, I read that already. If the cost of materials needed to produce a good or service rises, think of lumber needed to build a house or the electricity needed to power a factory. A business may pass on these costs to consumers in the form of higher prices. Economists call this cost-push inflation. In most cases, this type of inflation is transitory. The price of lumber or energy rises but then stabilizes at a higher level or decreases with no further impact on future inflation. This example underscores an important distinction between price levels and inflation, with the latter being the rate at which the levels move up and down. We've already seen some supply chain disruptions due to the pandemic, because that's a great excuse, other than monetary policy. (sighs) For example, the production of parts uh, for goods like automobiles has been curtailed at times, especially in factories in Asia, that play an increasingly central role in the global supply chain. Shout out globalism. Transportation and warehousing costs, ground, air, and ocean have also risen as cargo logistics have become more difficult to the recent blockage in the Suez Canal, which was probably a false flag. That will add to these issues in the near term. And surges for demand of certain products, like those that use computer chips, uh, have caused unanticipated supply constraints in industries such as semiconductors. (sighs) And probably spacely sprockets, if I had to guess. Yeah. You know. While we expect global supply chains to gradually unclog as world economies recover throughout 2021 and beyond... In the near term, some businesses may temporarily pass on added costs of these disruptions into higher consumer prices. Anything to add before I hit the last marker? You already know. We already know that's what's going to happen. I mean, I was these just, things are all super convenient, lum- aren't they? I was they? just looking at the lumber thing, and there was an article about how, like, people like it was talking about deck builders, and they're like, 
this is fucking up our bottom line because like when we're going back to people and like this is how much gonna cost. Yeah. People are like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Those guys used to be able to walk into a yard, talk to a homeowner, and be like, "You want a big deck, don't you? I'll, be, I'll give you a big deck, big, yeah. big old fat deck. You want a fat fucking you want deck. a fat deck? You, you want, want a, a you want fucking you want throbbing the, deck? You want that fat deck covered in white? <laughs> Come all over your titties, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Whatever. I'm not good at this. <laughs> uh, pin up demand, especially for services." This is my favorite because this is the largest amount of bullshit that I've... I'm pretty sure... I'll go ahead and say this might be the biggest bullshit I've read all year. Mm-hmm. That's a tall order. Yeah. It's a huge task. Yeah. Who's my little piggy? <laughs> Finally, prices for many of the services most sensitive to the pandemic, such as hotels, sit-down restaurants, and air travel, have decreased due to curtailed demand stemming from consumer anxiety and public health restrictions. What they meant to say was, due to the government shutdown... And corporations' ability to follow orders. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> As more people get throughout the year, however, demand for these and other high-touch services could surge and temporarily outstrip supply. This surge in demand may in part be fueled by savings by many households accumulated during the pandemic, as well as relief payments from fiscal responses last year, because we got what, like, Three stemmies for a fucking 12-month period while other countries were just living high on the hog and having unprotected sex in their apartment for fucking 13 months. Keeping their lights on, though. As more people... Hmm, I already read that. For example, Americans may have a high demand to eat out. I know that's right. In full-service restaurants again later this year, but may find that there are fewer dining options than were available pre-pandemic. That could prompt restaurants that are still open to raise their prices. And while there are natural limits to how many services we can quickly consume, it's generally only possible for a family to take one vacation at a time. For example, Americans may still try to consume these services more frequently or may have upgraded to higher quality versions. Economists call inflation resulting from such surges in spending demand pull inflation. Again, we expect this to primarily be a short-term issue as businesses that have shuttered or substantially reduced their services reopen, which 80% won't. That's a fact. Supply will increase to meet this pinup demand. Encouragingly, on this point, new business formation has picked up in recent months. Suck a dick. And I could not find this article, but if you guys head over to bitshoot.com and look up Max Egan and find his channel called The Crow House... One of his last two recent videos, as of this recording, he reads uh, what other countries are doing, and they have a frequently asked questions page on travel for Queensland, let's call it, Uh Britannia, Australia, Ireland, Scotland, and they have all these questions about is it okay for me to go spend the night at a friend's house? And they're like, well, yes and no. Um... It deals with vaccination, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, it also deals with if they're in your, whatever they call it, your, your, uh, basically your cohort. Yeah. So they're not even like, these motherfuckers are waiting on government permission to have a sleepover. Yeah. And then they're like, well, can we go to, uh, like, let's say England, the, the English citizens. They're like, could we go to uh, Australia? And they're like, mm, no. No. Can we go to Ireland? And they're like, I ah, probably not. Scotland, definitely not. You know, and it's just these little fucking these like fuck these teetotaling motherfuckers, man. They're amongst us, so I get it. You get I like want, they're they're here too, though. I know they are. Yeah, we just talked about one. Yeah, I won't shame them on the show. Yeah, no. I wish we had that candle still though. <laughs> burn it. We do. It's right over there. We don't have a grill lighter, do we? No, fucking burn know. a lot. That's what we need to do to reignite that flame. <laughs> anyway, show notes aside, uh, if you're out there listening to the podcast and you are one of these people that is just waiting for the government to tell you that it's okay to do any of those things, <sighs> set me straight at bonesandtoesatgmail.com. Yeah. We got some emails, too, to read later. Oh, we do? Quite a few. Shit. Matter of fact, quite a few. Anyway, uh, longer-term inflation and expectations. Over the longer term, a key determinant of lasting price pressures is inflation expectations. Uh, 
When businesses, for example, expect long-run prices to stay around the Federal Reserve's 2% inflation target, they may be less likely to adjust prices and wages due to the types of temporary factors discussed earlier. If, however, inflationary expectations become untethered from that target, prices may rise in a more lasting manner. This sort of inflationary or overwhelming spiral might then lead to to the central bank to rise interest rates quickly, which then significantly slows the economy and increases unemployment. Economists refer to this scenario as a hard landing. Hard as fuck. (coughs) Just lost my place. Wait, did you change the password again? If I didn't send you one, then no. Well, it got changed again. Says your password was changed five hours ago. No. Five o'clock? Fuck no. God damn it, man. Who the fuck keeps doing this? I don't know. How do they figure out our passwords? Good luck with that password, faggots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. Anyway, if you don't mind uh, combing through that email, there's quite a few in there. Yeah, I got it. We get back on this fucking article real quick so we can finish this up. <clears throat> Sorry, everybody. We just had another password hack. I got to look at it again. It's a long-ass password. Anyway, I probably read this, but I'm going to start over here again. If, however, inflationary expectations become untethered from the target, prices may rise in a more lasting manner. This sort of inflationary or overheating spiral might then lead the central bank to raise interest rates quickly, which then significantly slows the economy and increases unemployment. Economists refer to this scenario as a hard landing. So inflationary pressures are risks that must be carefully monitored. It is equally important to recognize that economic heat does not necessarily equate with overheating. We expect that moving from a shutdown economy to a post-pandemic economy with demand fueled by pent-up savings, which who the fuck has savings? in any large form. Relief funds or low interest rates will generate not just somewhat faster actual inflation, but higher inflationary expectations too. An increase in inflation expectations from abnormally low le- from an abnormally low level is a well-welcome development, but inflation expectations must be carefully monitored to distinguish between the hotter but substantial scenario versus true overheating. The best way to do so is to track various metrics of inflation expectations. One example is the amount of inflation compensation investors demand in a bond market. Over the next five years, the five-year measure shown below, which is also a shit show, markets are pricing in inflation that is consistent with our expectations. Some of the economic heat in the short term as the economy reopens. Over the longer term, investors for the moment are assuring Investors are assuming inflation that is consistent with recent history as well as the Federal Reserve's target. Other data tell a similar story. The figure below shows a monthly composite measure that summarizes 22 different markets and surveys based on measures of long-run inflation expectations, including market rates like those shown. But anyway, they keep talking about this. We're here to the conclusions now. We think the likeliest outlook over the next several months is for inflation to rise modestly due to three, due to the three temporary factors we discussed above, and to fade back to a lower price thereafter as actual inflation begins to run more in line with longer expectations. Such a transitory rise in inflation will be consistent with some prior episodes in American history coming out of a pandemic or when the labor market has quickly shifted, such as demobilization from wars, we will, however, carefully monitor. I'm, I'm done. So they're telling us that we're going to be poor and that they're going to get us into another world war. Sidebar real quick. Okay. Whoever is able to hack into our account, they're able to recover it. They just did it again? No, not now, but this is from earlier. This is that 531. They were able to recover the account. I don't understand that because I have two-factor authentication. Anytime a new device tries to log in, it should stop and, like, ask me for permission. Anyway, these are the problems we have getting hacked while we're doing the show. I mean, I guess earlier, but we didn't see it till now. That's good. That last password I made was a banger. I felt like. Good luck with this one, I I guess. 
hopefully I can still uh, have time to get home and figure out how to reset recovery options. So basically that entire article was just about how bad we're about to get fucked. It's kind of like what we talked about before in my mind. My heart of hearts tells me that this is a uh, version of that karmic release where they tell us exactly about what's to happen. They use war as an example. They use previous, you know, Great Depression references. Yeah. So I could be wrong. I don't want to be an alarmist. I'm not an expert. Uh, but I would say that if they are following the occult rules and it's just as bad as I think it is in my heart of hearts, we're about to go through a world war or at least a large war, which they seem to be edging towards every day like a Jack film. And also maybe Zimbabwe inflation. Who doesn't want to have a trillion dollars in their pocket? You know, shout out, yeah. shout out Zimbabwean trillion dollar notes. You still got some time. We've told you before. Physical silver is important to buy, allegedly. Also, you can get some storable food, just a little bit. Check out the uh, Alaskan Prepper. number of Prepper channels on YouTube are really good at showing you how to do it on the cheaps. You know, it's important. Food, water, precious metals, gold, silver, lead, lead launchers. As, you know, Wu-Tang once said... Protect your neck. Protect your neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why we're psychic brothers. Yeah. You got to do that. Yeah. I also heard one time that Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Have you heard that? I, I have heard that. Yeah. It's pretty important. Since we're on the topic of hip hop while you're floating through the emails there, what do you think of the R.A. the Rugged Man remix of... Uh, What's the song called? I'm not going to say that dude's name. The one I sent you the other day? Yeah, yeah. It was good. Fire, I thought. Yeah. If you go to YouTube, hit that little magnifying glass, type in R.A., The Rugged Man, and you scroll down, it's R.A., The Rugged Man, Montero, blank, 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 X, Remix. I can't believe it only has 127,000 downloads or uh, views. Oh, I'm say. glad that we have people promoting their uh, their porno cam channels on our fucking YouTube <laughs> comments. Are they really? I missed yeah, that. I just found, oh my god! Yeah, send me that link. They're hitting. They're hitting wanna... all of our shit. It's in fucking <clears throat> what I perceive to be Japanese. Okay. It's Japanese links to. What I perceive, one said cam. Uh, well, what the fuck else would that be? Yo, I don't speak Japanese, but... Uh, I do. Bones watashi wa tobsan. I could say, Ishiba dick. I love you. And oh, okay. So you said dick. Well, dick is like uh, you in Dude. German. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. If or, I didn't know the extent that you've gone to learn German, oh. I would think you were trying to put me on the penis. No, 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 no. It's that it's legit. Somebody, please tell him. <laughs> 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 or hold on, I got a light a cigarette before I say this. You ready? You sleep in giant cock in your mouth hole. Because I could also say it in French. You ready? Zitten. Ugh. And I think in Spanish, I'm still new to it, but I think it's something like Te Amor, uh, Te Mi Amor, something like that. Yeah, it is, and I can't say why I know that. It's a secret. Well, uh, the only thing I could, two things I could see, we got, uh, I kind of want to read this YouTube comment that we got. We got a long one the other day. Let me, um, yeah, from Dr. Gonzo. Did you see that? I'm gonna move backwards. What was our last recording? Uh, the sixth. We we read the last one on the sixth was Carlos Mir Jr. We read that one. Okay. Last week. <laughs> Doctor Guns is insane. Love them boys. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Uh, it's from our episode 208. Uh, v passports. Ungay, uncontrolled K. Say whatever, and the Suez Canal. <laughs> we can still say Suez Canal without That's getting bleeped out. As far as we know. Uh, an alternate 
theory on the spanking loss of light. Biblically, the only reference to masturbation was concerning brother-in-law marriage, where the dude was splooging his load onto the soil instead of giving his brother's widow the baby gravy. (laughs) Yes. He was struck down for it. It was not the act, but the heart condition in which it was enacted. The point of said rambling, it's not the act, but what you do with it in your head slash heart, specifically the guilt of a supposed sin. Anything that lowers your vibration is what the evil spirit overlords want. Whatever makes a person feel less connected to God, the populace, or the oneness that we are all part of. Demons feed off fear, guilt, or fury. Whether you call them archon, reptilian, demon, or lowercase slash false god, don't feed them. It's bad. Okay. Uh, I fucked that up. It's bad. Okay. It's bad. Okay. Uh, great show, boys. Sure glad to hear that the new episodes hadn't seen anything for a couple weeks and was beginning to wonder if Lil' Bit belled off. <laughs> disappeared you guys for calling her a bitch. Of course. Of course it would be that one. Uh, and then we got another one. Let me find it real quick. While you're looking, I will say we got a new Patreon supporter. Shout out Tommy. Tommy! Hitting that $1 club. Tommy boy. Our Patreon has uh, been suffering as of late, so we greatly appreciate your contribution. Thanks, Tommy. As you can see, we are getting you know hacked, so that must mean we're doing something right. Uh, we appreciate you, your support of our show and our message, and uh, welcome to the tribe, the Bones and Tubs tribe. This one's from Chris Stone. We love you. We really do. This one's from Chris Stone. It says, what's up, dudes? What up, dudes? That's what it says, not what's up. Yeah. What up, dudes? We don't put S's on the end of things anymore. Okay. It's less gay. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just less, put chance, a, less chance of me lisping. I put a show. TH at the beginning of everything. You think it's ironic that the word for people that have a speech impediment that involves S's has an S in it, and it, even when you say it, if you have a lisp, you say it different than somebody that doesn't have a lisp? It's probably... I'm, I How many more times can I say lisp before I fucking lose it? You know what I mean? I get it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> sorry about that, Chris. Uh, long form, quick hitter for you. Snapshot, just people violently picking up their unregistered non-tax cow meat. <laughs> Group of people in our town go in together each year on about 60 cows. Some poor bastard has to fly to Nebraska and rent a freezer truck and haul them back. Getting ready for those food shortages, bros. You know it's coming. Enjoying the show still. Stay safe out there. Keep doing the good work and growing your olive tree. I don't know. Olives go in martinis, I guess, if you're James Bond. I need to read that book, I guess. Thanks again, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for that. We like reading those long-form emails on the show. Uh, we didn't read Ash's email, right? Which was the my spur for the last week's um, biblical tirade. No, I don't think we did. Ash, from, as she put, Asquatch, Texas, writes... Y'all should tell Bible stories more often. Three laughing emojis. Thank you for that. Three is one of my favorite autistic numbers that I have to yeah. I have to have. It's a nice even number, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh first time I've ever heard someone tell a Bible story while mentioning peen, laughing my fucking ass off. Keep up the good work. I can't remember if I read it or not. If I did, I'm glad I got to give you a well, second got, shout out. I read it again. Do we have anything from uh from our dude this week? We do. I'm just going over this email with a th- Heavy eye, because I thought I saw a long one in there. We're not good, but we try. Mm, Daddy, I hurt my pussy. As long as the hacker that's trying to ruin our lives by going into our email uh, doesn't do what Matt Tony did to Jeff uh, by sending them all that spam mail in actual life with like the adult diapers and shit, I think we'll be fine. All right. Guess I was wrong. I do have some from the Three Amigo Boys. By Three Amigo Boys, I do mean Ian Fogg. Let's hear it. So we recorded, what, Tuesday last week? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll start here. Good afternoon, Bones and Tubs tribe. Gracious hosts. Hope we okay. are enjoying this spring day as much as one can. In places we don't wish to be. Also earn money to pay for things. We, some things we need, most we don't. A slavery system all its own. Your comment, your your back to your demon district slave comment made me think about it, which was really funny, by the way. That shit was great. A, I know I'm going to be dead before I get to a fucking demon district. 
I guess the anti-vaxxers will be the fucking front lines of the fucking... I'm going to pause that. Unfortunately, fellow, we're already in FEMA districts. Google FEMA district map. And we're already in uh, Hunger Games style districts. Yucky. I think he means like he, he, they're oh, not yeah. going to take him to a camp. Right. No, I get it. I understand. Not trying to correct, just trying to be precision based. That's why you love us, I hope. That or the space monkey tells you to stay around. Which reminded me real quick. Uh, the space monkey is a sex position. Yeah. I'll leave that to you guys to figure <laughs> out. Look that shit up. Revolution. That works. But do they really need to put us in tighter in tighter corners? Because animals really only fight back when they're super cornered. If you have a little bit looser system of control, wouldn't that be easier to control the masses? As, a, as we see here. I'm not sure corralling us into FEMA districts is going to see it just don't see it but then again wrong about a lot of things so many things oh so who's the space monkey what do you want to know about the space monkey space monkey is you already play this one not to be cliche about it but the space monkey is the space monkey lost as we are at least as lost as I feel sometimes in this nightmare matrix system oligarchy driven nightmare whatever you want to call it United States of, United States of, Us, of Utopia run by the most corrupt individuals one can possibly imagine or conjure from any character from a of a book or movie. Uh-huh. The space monkey wanders through it all, hoping to find answers. <laughs> I Could be worse. How about you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man after my own life. So, I try to keep it. And try to keep an eye on the space monkey. Is that the space monkey? We worry about him. That doesn't even look comfortable. <laughs> kind of like Frankenstein. <laughs> Monster he created. Worries about the creation. Worries about what he put out there. I kind of feel like these are like, uh, like so we try to keep track of him. Like our reports from the field. Yeah, <laughs> as much as one can. For sure. Which is all we all are trying to do, isn't it? Seek a little bit of guidance. To find our way through this dark and overgrown path full of rocks. And who puts all this glass here? Like, who does that? We play on the ground out here. I don't like all this glass everywhere. It's ridiculous. tribe stay safe gets weirder from here three amigos out alright I got one that's like two minutes and 27 seconds long but I'm about to fucking piss myself listen I'm gonna be frank I don't think this space monkey is practical by any means and we're back good evening bones and tubs tribe gracious hosts I hope we are enjoying this lovely, lovely day. Gentlemen, a pondery I pose to you. Similar to something I've said before. It was a point Mr. Bond made, I don't know, a while back, and I haven't been able to shut my brain up about it. 
Because I get nervous when gun laws and whatnot get restricted and know they're going to take them because it's a historical fact that when dictators take guns from the people, the unarmed civilians then become cannon fodder. So, naturally, one is concerned when these things happen. But it's an interesting thing when you realize that, you know, on a national level, just within the last year, in this country, the whole country armed itself heavily. Like, and the doomsday preppers got a resurgence in popularity. So, we're dealing with some, at least partially well-armed, at least well-armed and well-prepared, if not partially trained individuals, ready to defend their homes, and anything else. So, what, what, what's to be said about uh, a, go, uh, a government that passes these laws and knowing the, uh, the, the result, the outcome? Is it, is it like simulating the economy? Like, oh, go out and buy stuff? Go out and buy this expensive stuff? Tools, gear, etc. to be said about the states actually passing laws to negate the federal gun restrictions it's all very odd like why would why why are you why do that it doesn't make much sense check to you gentlemen check to you three amigos out Bloody love it. It's my favorite thing. I remember my own parents freaking out about the music I listened to. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of Rob Zombie and Corn and Marilyn Manson. Of course, it hasn't really gotten much better. 200 Stab Wounds, Monomarth, Sabaton, Children of Bodom, Death Clock. Gods, you name it. The heavier, the better. That was pretty good, though. That was good. Thanks for the share, Jens. Well, thank you very much for those messages. You know, our reporter in the field. What's that? Oh, sorry. You got that out then. There has to be a better way to categorize these things. Good evening, Bones and Tubs tribe. Gracious hosts. I trust all is well on the Western Front, as it were. As well as can be expected in these our United States of dystopia. But the dystopia doesn't stop here. It... <coughs> oh. Yeah. It's ever-reaching, ever-growing. Listening to the story of the farm riots in India. It's, it's not good. But, you know, the largest group of people going through that kind of... Uh, Going through those kind of riots, going through that kind of upheaval, without showing signs of stopping. Same thing as, it's not farm riots, but uh, it's police brutality riots in Greece are getting out of control. The citizens have absolutely had it with their government uh, selling high-end, well, basically selling citizenship to the highest bidder. You know, shout out Tom Hanks. <laughs> and then we had our ours in Portland kind of die out. Of course, it's no. I don't think it really died out. It's not really getting much better out there in Portland, from what I hear. All of a sudden, there's nobody to fill the positions that were suddenly vacated by, you know, 
those guys who wear those one uniforms. They're usually blue. Kind of look like Gestapo. I think they look like Gestapo. It's getting weird out there. How are you boys? How's the Bones and Tubbs tribe? Holding it together the best we can, right? Well, to further that end, Shout out to the three amigos. Redbeard. As the saying goes, guns for show, knives for a pro. <laughs> I love these. <laughs> I fucking love these. <laughs> Mr. Bond, Project Onion is proceeding with great haste. <coughs> Most impressive. Dr. Gonzo, whispers from the space monkey in the east. Believe <laughs> he can soft a drier climate. Check the city of rocks. And to the Bones and Tubs tribe, as usual, of course, Eagle Scout says, be prepared. Get stranger from here. The rest of the conversations we had today were personal in nature. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you for our reporter in the field. Yeah, you know, he's got his he's got his finger inside uh, inside the pulse. Yeah, of what's going on. You think it's one or two? Oh, he, he's definitely doing like he, the shocker fuck. of pulse pulse keeping. He's either, yeah, either that or the duck face. <laughs> he's getting ready to fist <laughs> the pulse. You know, <laughs> goes from 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 duck to wolf. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah, oh. I know that's right. Uh, <laughs> I think it about wraps it up for us. But before we go, I wanted to put a shout out to my dude Philip. You know, uh, may you rot in pain. That's all I'm going to say. Philip, Prince Philip. Oh, Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Lizard bitch. Yeah, you little fucking. Like I said, instead of rest in peace or rest, rest in, in power, pain. however yeah. you want to say, rot in pain. R.I.P. Buddy. I loved all the pictures that they posted of his fucking life, where he looked like a lizard in all of them. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fucking bitch. You seen that? I saw a TikTok where it was the scene from Shaun of the Dead, where it's like, "Mom, Philip's dead," <laughs> and she's like, "He's not dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Fuck that dude. I'm glad he's dead. <sighs> Me too. I was everybody. At work, like, I was surprised with the amount of people in the factory of sadness that were like, "What? What does that mean now?" And like, it means we fought a fucking war. Where we don't have to give a fuck about these lizard cunts anymore. And they look yeah. at me like I'm the crazy one. You know, it's a shame that they didn't all die at the same time. Yeah. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, not sorry. I think that about wraps it up for us. Before we go, we got to shout out our dude who hit us with a thruple. Yeah, uh, in the last week, and I was able to put up three YouTube videos. That JMY Five boy, JMY Five Internet Studios at Instagram, JMY Five dot com. Check him out. Mm-hmm. Buy his artwork. Just even hit him up. Talk yeah. to him. Say Buns and Tubs sent you. Also, uh, Blood the Brave, Blood of the Brave at Bandcamp, Blood of the Brave dot com, Blood of the Brave on Twitter and Instagram. He's a rapper. He's a savage. Yeah, I hope to have him on the show one day. There's ways to get a hold of us. Oh, yeah. Instagram.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. Twitter at Bones Tubs. YouTube.com forward slash Bones and Tubs show. Please go there and subscribe. Subscribe. And hit the bell. If not, at least go onto our YouTube channel. Look at the description. Go through the links. Add us on BitChute. Please add us on TikTok. Hey, take a look at Chainbreakers Ministry. Yes. Hold on. <clears throat> Selfishly, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. So 
we need to get a thousand followers on TikTok so we can do live TikToks. Okay. Because I decided that I think TikTok's the way to go as yeah. far as live. So if we wanted to do a live broadcast, I'm about done with Instagram for real. Unless you wanted to set your phone up on Instagram and I do mine on TikTok, that'd be titties. Yeah, that'd be cool. We got enough phone holders to do it. But we got to get to a thousand. We're only like just over 200 on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, what else am I forgetting? The links to all of our all of our socials are on the YouTube page in the description. Also, check out The King's Fire, Prophecy and Flame by S. James Imhoff. It's over on Amazon. Check it out. You can buy a digital copy or you can buy a physical copy. Did it, get a digital copy for free and send us a physical copy and we will, you know, do things to it. I'll do things to it. He'll sign it. Yeah. You know, it's going to smell like mango seltzer and, <laughs> and regret, but you're going to have that forever. The hint of grizzly wintergreen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to thank y'all for listening uh oh, oh uh, check out our patreon too by yeah, the way i was gonna say we got a i got a few notifications in the last week that three people are getting their merch this week oh awesome yeah so that's good to hear i've decided as gross as it may be it's time to sell out a little bit mm-hmm. on patreon at least yeah the last episode wasn't it the last one we did the uh Greatest salesman in the world. Yeah. I'm going to record all the other scrolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we read the first scroll and gave a synopsis of the book, uh, Bastardized as it was. But mm-hmm. I will record in entirety the other nine scrolls. I'm going to place them on our Patreon page Okay, for followers. That'd I'm going to put it like the $1 or $5 level. Yeah. And we'll just do our book club that way. Maybe That's we'll cool. just mention a book. We'll make a book, a topic of a show, and mm-hmm. then we'll just... Uh, Maybe expand on it in the Patreon. That works for me. So patreon.com forward slash bones and tubs. Check it out. Yeah. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope uh, you tune in next time. Between now and again, you guys stay safe. Sorry to fuck it up again. Uh, okay. But I'm going to put back in Chainbreakers Ministry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I took that away. Chainbreakers Ministry on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and add that to our YouTube description. He's a dude of ours. He's a He's a wise man. Wise man. Beyond he, his years. Yeah. He uh, broke away from the traditional church. He uh, started his own YouTube ministry, and he is rounded in the... Uh... <sighs> Let's just leave that alone. Okay. He's a woke fellow. Yeah. He's going to come on the show here soon. Ooh, that'd if be you're, fun. you're cool with that. Yeah. I've got two I'm shows cool lined that. up with guests. I didn't tell you about that. Oh, yeah? We got one with him, Christian Pastor, and we've got one with a witch. Oh. Whenever you're ready. Get all of us together one time. See how that goes. <laughs> it wouldn't go well. Uh, but that's what we're here to do. Yeah. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope between now and again, you guys stay safe. And we'll see you next time. We love you. We really do. The, thing about, the bad thing about being honest and straightforward and doing that is people know where you stand and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene before they attack Had they on bad guys in most people's eyes Most trust them with their life cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position, give it to them by system I set it all up to put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction, non-violence, it's just lesson They got a mission to imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new but we survival with soul And don't believe in ourselves, but believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine that gets in your dreams it can get in your gut and keep your self-esteem And I've been scolding and told who I should be But I'll never conform, I was born to be free It's a setup, I never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth It's a setup, I never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up
was a verb, yeah, that's a fact, deny it if you want, but I'll do the math, I face facts and understand, had to overstand the plan with my mind intact, and I got more than a plan, I got hope and belief, dreams and faith, and know damn well, that's what they want to take, it's a weapon, it's a weapon, fear is aggression, and they plan it in our minds to the point we can't find, a way out, a way in, and any way you go, you'll see, a many men over there and everywhere, they're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes, they don't play fair, that's a jump out boys, with the plastic toys, draped in all black, ready to bring the noise, a setup, and never let up, from the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage, it's a setup, so keep your head up, cause it's selling all that doubt with every word out the mouth, it's a setup, and never let up, from the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage, it's a setup, so keep your head up, cause it's selling all that doubt with every word out the mouth.